Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Good morning and welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. My name is Miss D and I am your host at the table this morning. Joining me are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Darlene. Good morning, queens. How are you all both? <laughs> Doing fine this morning. Doing fine. I'm so glad that we could meet at the table again this morning. I trust that everyone has their water, coffee, and tea. Absolutely. Water. Very good. Very good. I, too, am sipping on some water. All right, ladies, I'd like to go ahead and bless the table this morning, and this is going to be a prayer. Lord, we thank you for breathing life into us this morning and for waking our bodies and placing us at the table to gather together in your name. We thank you for another day. We thank you for our family, for our friends, and for blessing our households. We know, Lord, that you are the source of all good things in our life, and we praise you for the simple things that bring us joy. Help us to keep our eyes, Lord, on you today and every day so our lives will be filled with praise and joy. Amen. Amen. Okay, my sisters. So today... uh, I have something to say, and this is left over from our last episode in which we spoke about what I call the season of red, otherwise known as Valentine's Day. So I'm going to continue that discussion because I still have something to say about the season of red. So with that, And because I refer to it as the season of red, dark red, light red, burnt red, red red, I want to ask you, ladies, did either of you happen to notice how much red was in the air yesterday? Lisa? Absolutely. Red all over my job. (laughs) Um, Actually, when I came into work yesterday which was just really, really weird. Uh, There was these uh, little handouts on the desk, and and they were just kind of written for you to give to one of your coworkers. But it said, give someone today a heart attack. Whoa, maybe not the right words to use. I... I couldn't ball that thing up and throw it away quick enough. 
and I tell, putting up some negative energy. And, 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 you know, and so people were writing, you know, just like positive love things on the back, and they went going to each other and saying, I'm giving you a heart attack. I, I couldn't understand that. I was like, I was just rebuking. <laughs> rebuking people every time they come to me I want to give you a heart attack no I'm not sure mm. how that even uh so that that was a little weird for me I've never seen yeah yeah and I, I, and I and I know that this place practices you know giving you know love affirmations you know during Christmas it, it said something you know like your gift to me, and then, you know, people wrote little things and gave to people, but I just thought that the verbiage for that was was weird. I'm going to just say weird. Yeah, it was definitely inappropriate. I agree with that. I do not want anybody coming to give me a heart attack. No, thank you. Stay yeah, on your side. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, everything definitely. was red, and, you know, people were giving, you know, um, you know, just little gifts to people, you know. So, yeah, so the red, the, it, there was balloons, there was cups, um, just different things. So, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Miss Darlene, did you notice an increase of red yesterday? No. <laughs> On my job, I work around a lot of men. That is not their focus point until they have to focus on it, and I won't see it. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, what I always notice is when I share my love on the phone with somebody by being kind and gentle and attentive to their concerns, I get that love back and the respect. So I didn't see the color red or pink or any of that, but the love and the respect, the laughter, the the fun being there for the moment was there. So I had a different type of joy mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, I love that contrast, uh, and and the contrast that I that I see from that is Lisa, where you were, it was kind of a staged thing by placing those notes on everyone's desk to foster that environment, that that loving environment, you know, with affirmations and recognizing everyone, and then Miss Darlene, there wasn't a specific staged effort. But it was just in the in the in the normal way that you handle your customers and the vibe that you put out that everyone was able to build on that and come from an authentic place. So wow, that's that's pretty interesting. Very interesting. And and I wanna come back to that a little bit later. Um we had some really great discussion yesterday. Uh, we we talked about what Valentine's Day means to us, and 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 my my sister Queen shared, you know, their their uh, take on Valentine's Day 
from their younger days and what it means to them in in this season stage. And I, I love the different uh, comments that you expressed. Ms. Darlene uh, spoke about uh, love and gifts uh, from significant others and family. And then um, in this season stage of understanding that it's a day to show uh, love uh, to people that don't necessarily hear something positive um, or can't afford to give their loved ones something for the day. And then Lisa shared with us how, you know, about her journey uh, of Valentine's Day, of, of how she looked at it uh, with, with anxiety uh, once upon a time, but then transitioned to, uh, you know, changing her focus and understanding that love is, is something to be expressed all year long. Uh, I also uh, uh, love that we define Valentine's Day. You know, uh, ladies, I wonder of our listeners how many people really understood or, or, or even knew that the that there were pagan origins to the holiday and, and it didn't, you know, didn't have a good start. And yet it has turned into a huge Money maker, uh, I believe the number uh, that that I shared with you yesterday is that it might start off as the color red, but it definitely turns into the color green to the tune of twenty billion dollars a year. So, uh, uh, you know, like you said, Miss Darlene, the men might have been fine, you know, uh, in the days leading up to the actual day, but I'm thinking some of them might be some of those panicked people I see in the stores trying to find that card or that uh, perfect gift. So today I kind of want to, I want us to go in a different direction because it it really is about how do we uh, enrich the lives of the people around us on a, on a constant basis and, and really focusing on expressing love to those that we care about. So my, my question for the table is, just kind of think back for a minute, ladies, and it, you may not have to go too far back, but I just want to know uh, uh, if you have a particular memory uh, of a Valentine's Day that you'd like to share with the table. Miss Darlene, do you, do you have a memory of, of a Valentine's Day you'd like to share with us? Yes, ma'am. I had a, we, at our church, we would do um, Valentine's celebration. And so with the children, what we did is cut out hearts. And on these hearts, we would place the child's name. And so underneath it, we would say, God wants you as his valentine. Then we put the scripture, Jeremiah 29, um, 11. And so when we begin to talk to the children about how much love God had for everyone and that he wanted us to go out into the world and our families and show that love, their eyes lit up like Christmas trees because they never had a Valentine messy, especially for them, with their name on it. And so with that, it it brought in a conversation. How are you going to show your love? What are you going to do for your family or a stranger or something? 
kids, when you ask a kid a question, be ready for an answer. Because kids are thinking. We might not think they are, but they make a lot of sense. And a lot of them wanted to give them, they said, well, is it all right if I give it to a stranger? You can give it to whoever you want to. Just let them know that God wants them to be their valentine. Girl, they was off to the races. So that is a memory that I know touched a lot of kids' lives. And and when you do it on a regular basis, they begin to understand because they take their uh, a purpose and let through the things that we say and do as adults as well, even though they might be in a home. But they're paying attention to the people that are around them speaking into their lives. So that was one activity that I was so happy that we did to touch so many kids' lives and other people's lives indirectly. Mm. That's wonderful. And you say indirectly, but it was directly because what you were teaching the young ones, you were teaching them how to express love, and they were excited by it. And and I would say that you planted a seed that I hope that they were able to build upon and carry with them into their adult lives. Thank you for sharing that, Ms. Darlene. Lisa, is there a particular Valentine's Day that sticks out to you? Well, you know, when um, I saw this question, you know, I had to I had to dig into my memory bank. <laughs> but one thing that um, one thing that I remember, and you know, the scripture says, "Teach a child when they are young, and when they grow old, they will not depart." Well, one thing that um, my uh, my ex-husband, you know, when um, my children were young, we didn't, we had other friends that had children. So we, so we were friends with other families. But we didn't have anyone that we can kind of drop our kids off, really, uh, unless we took turns. So on this holiday, of course, you know, we were in mind and someone else's kids, and we couldn't ask anybody else to mind our kids. And so one thing I appreciate is that, uh, you know, their father was creative. And so he always involved the children because, you know, we had to be creative. You know, they couldn't, not like they are today, a lot of them are dropping kids off so they can, you know, take someone out to, to dinner or, or have that special night. We had to include our kids. And so I do remember uh, this time where he said, you know, he had, you know, he was picking up the kids or whatever. And when I got home, uh, it was completely, you know, laid out, you know, for a special dinner. The kids had already made some, uh, you know, special things for me, you know, to say, you know, Happy Valentine's Day. And they all had kind of a, like a speech that they had wrote and stood up and kind of did a performance. And it was a family, you know, it was a family event. Of course, the kids went to bed early, and then it was a mama and daddy's event, but <laughs> I do remember that. But I say that to say that uh, when they got older, I mean, their father weren't together anymore. I kind of, you know, 
push those family events to the side, you know, and I shared how I, uh, Valentine became like a makeup Christmas uh, for me for my kids to get them, you know, some of the things that I wanted to get them for Christmas and couldn't get it at that time, and so I shared it on Valentine, but I remember one Valentine's Day, I came home, and they had a whole production uh, ready for me, and they just had a chair and had me sit down. My three girls did some kind of doo-wop. Uh, singing thing. My son did uh, a stand-up comedy. My other two sons uh, did similar stand-up comedy where one was pretending that they were me and, and one was pretending the children. And I just thought that was just so nice. And I was like, and they said, remember, we used to always do this as a family event. So that's a great memory for me. Beautiful. Beautiful, and and how wonderful that your children uh, loved and honored you and wanted to show in their way, in their creative way, how they felt about you. And 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 what really just kind of comes to the to the top is how when we experience those expressions of love or when we share those expressions of love with the people around us, it really leaves us feeling full. And, and, and ultimately, that, that is really what is important. This is, is what needs to be remembered in practice. It's about celebrating love with the people that you care about, the people in your life that you care about. And, and I have to say, I have a lot of great memories of of, of Valentine's Day, you know, in, in in spite of 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 how I feel about the color red, or <laughs> you know, just uh, about the commercialism of the day, and and all of my memories involve the things that I have done for others, and and the things that others have done for me that did not require. Uh, in some cases, any money at all, uh, it was just, just the effort and the thoughts that, that they, you know, bestowed upon me. And it's, it's uh, Mr. Arlene, I believe, said something to this effect yesterday, is unfortunately people think that they have to spend or do something extravagant to express love, and you really do not. You really do not. I, I, you know, like you, uh, Lisa, some of my favorite memories involve my children, you know, maybe making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and, and, and cutting it out in the shape of a heart or, you know, us just kind of huddled up together and, you know, just, just you know, acting silly or or just, you know, telling each other what we mean uh, to one another. So thank you so much for sharing that, ladies. I want to share this quote with you that I came across the other day from uh, an Indian poet, and, and it says this, a life devoid of love is a flower blooming in the wilderness with nobody to enjoy its fragrance. Isn't that beautiful? I just love that. It is. It's, it, 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 it was like somebody just sprayed uh, just a little hint of perfume into the air. 
Right, right, right. A life devoid of love is a flower blooming in the wilderness with nobody to enjoy its fragrance. Mm. And so that brings me to, you know, really to what I want to, to, to leave us with. This, this, this is really what I have to say, is celebrating love, expressing love throughout the year, and, and practicing self-love. So I, I want to ask my, my queens this question and, and, and pick one of the two. What are the ways you express love throughout the year? And, and more importantly, how do you practice self-love? Because one must first love self before one can love others. We know this as seasoned women. So, Ms. Darlene, uh, celebrating love versus celebrating the day, how do you express love throughout the year? Well, to your point, in learning to love others, you have to constantly look in the mirror and ask, where is my behavior today? What's my mindset? Am I ready to receive somebody um, in my space today? What am I feeling when you understand you and what you're going through, then when it comes time to express kindness and everything, you know your level. You know where you are. So then if you feel something negative coming or not going to be the positive thing, you can turn it around because you're already knowing how you're feeling. So you don't have to have that excuse Girl, it's just one of those days. No, you know what you're feeling, and you know that it is required of you this day that my job, my, my job is my main thing when I leave home. So since I know that's my main thing, I have to be in order to receive people, and I can't do it on my own. So I have to ask God, remove obstacles and things out of my spirit, change my spirit so I can receive and give the love that you want me to give because I am your ambassador. And when I keep that in that mindset, it helps me through the day. It helps me. It, It just, you know, it humbles my spirit. Yes, yes. You you hold yourself accountable. I love that. We hold ourselves accountable because it's not that you won't be hit with something that will try to take you off your course, but when you tune in with your creator and when you recognize that it begins and ends with me and I can control what I put out, you are holding yourself accountable. Thank you, Ms. Darlene. Lisa? Well, you know, for me, how I practice love is through my creativity. And I never thought that that was a way of practicing love until I got one of those uh, those heart attack slips <laughs> that said, your experience and your creativity is such a cherish to the team. Um, and And my creativity is how I practice not only self-love, but also love to others, because no matter in what atmosphere I'm in, I think I'm always, I'm always, I think that's always the persona that I, I, I put out. 
no matter what. So, you know, when I look at my art, my art is always an expression of my love. You know, when someone asks me, you know, whether it's moving a chair in a home, which I used to do. I don't do that too much anymore where I go into people's house and, and rearrange their furniture. Uh, but I do offer, <laughs> I do offer, you know, um, in a very kind and loving way. So um, I feel like that's how I really am expressing or celebrating love, um, self-love and also love to others. You know, when it comes down to celebrating love versus celebrating the day, um, and I think I expressed this on the last episode, I've it's become a maturity in me not to look at the day as uh, it was something I used to dread. Uh, but I love seeing the love that um, is expressed among others, even if it's just one day. It, it irritated me for the longest. But, you know, that's just growth. You know, I didn't get here overnight. I'm a seasoned woman, so I, I walked that journey too. So I'm, I'm hoping that as people grow and mature, they will understand that love is beyond a day. Mm-hmm. Well said, beautifully said. And I love in that what you said is walking in who you are authentically through your artistic expression allows you to walk in love and share love and express love. And and that to me is a, is, is a sign of, you know, enlightenment and, and freedom because I feel the same way. When I walk in my purpose, the purpose that God has for my life, whether I'm in a space where I'm delivering a uh, visual venture workshop or if I'm in line at the grocery store, as long as I remain true to who I am, a loved, a love-filled uh, woman, then I am doing what the Lord has called me to do, and I am walking in love and sharing love and expressing love simply by being my authentic self, simply by being Deidre. And anything that disturbs that in my spirit, I know how to rebuke it because I am in tune with my creator and I am being obedient to the purpose he has bestowed upon me. It's like a circle uh, as far as I'm concerned. And, And at this stage of my life, I have learned how to eliminate anything that's going to interrupt the love flow and that love vibration that's coming from me. So, oh, wow, ladies. I am so glad that that we are able to end this discussion by really understanding what it means to celebrate love versus celebrating that day and knowing that we are able to and we actively express love to those around us throughout the year. Thank you, my sister queens. And and I'm going to end our discussion by asking Lisa to close the table with a blessing. Okay. I'm going to close the table with a daytop philosophy. I am here because there is no refuge, finally from myself. Until I confront myself in the eyes and hearts of others, I am running. Until I suffer them to know my secrets, I have no safety from them. Afraid to be known, I can know neither myself nor any other. I will be alone. Where else but in a common ground can I find such a mirror? Here together, I can at last appear clearly to myself, not as a giant of my dreams, 
nor the dwarf of my fears, but as a person part of the whole, with my share in its purpose. In this ground I can take root and grow, not alone any more as in death, but alive to myself and to others. The Daytop Philosophy. Thank you so much, Lisa. I have to say, Queens, there is so much love in the atmosphere at the table. I can just feel it. And with that, I want to wish our listeners happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for joining Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We look forward to having you at the table again. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at Table Talk P5 Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.